Hi, this is Lee Purcell, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television that always looks forward to talking to one of the grand dames of entertainment, Ms. Rudely. Rudely is Hollywood in every sense of the word, not only because she continues to leave her mark on stage film and television, but because she has dedicated much of her life as chairman or president of the Thalians. The Thalians, the charitable organization that Ruta co-founded with her dear friend, Debbie Reynolds, that is committed to good mental health from pediatric to geriatric. Ruta Lee is also working on her memoirs as we speak. If all goes well, that book will come out sometime in 2020. We will ask Ruta about that and more in just a second. But first, we began our conversation by telling Ruta, I doubt you remember me, but you've been kind enough to talk to me a few times, twice on my show, plus you helped me on my book. I'm Perry Mason. Yes, I do remember. Thank you for reminding me because I'm out to lunch on most things now. Well, you look, I know you're doing a lot of things right now, and so it's all good. But no, I have to thank you for that, and I will make sure you get a copy of that. So. How lovely that would be. I, I just feel like I owe so much to that show, and especially to Gail Patrick Jackson, for hiring me so often. It was almost like I was in a road company uh, where we changed scripts every week, you know. And it was a great experience for me. It was a great experience for you, not just Perry Mason, but that whole era of television. Because certainly with the hour-long shows, not just Perry Mason, but the Twilight Zones and stuff like that, because all the anthology shows were opportunities for guest appearances, which meant work for actors, talented actors such as you. Well, I thank you very much for including that talented actor line. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, there are an awful lot of very gifted people around. Not all of them strike it big. Not all of them even strike it medium. But I sort of feel like when we were given the opportunity, a lot of people were able to shine, whether it was Perry Mason or, as you put, The Twilight Zone, which I thought was a phenomenal show and one of my favorite shows that I ever did. I'm not an actor. I'm just lucky enough to talk to actors like you. But what I've learned from my conversations is the reason why people such as yourself worked as often as you did is because you came ready to work and you knew your stuff and you were ready to rock and roll when the red light went on. Oh, absolutely. I sometimes wonder, of course, I, my training was on the job. I didn't go to school. Uh, I didn't go to SC or UCLA to the theater arts department and learn about camera movement and blocking and what it means and to work with uh, one camera or to work with four cameras, which is really choreographed worse than a ballet, you know, when mm -hmm. you're doing a four-camera show. And I learned on the job, but I guess... I was intuitive enough to pick it up immediately and learn immediately. I mean, Lucy used to love to hire me because I always knew, as you say, my stuff, and I knew how to get out of the line of the camera, you know, if I wasn't in the shot, and I knew how to get into the shot if I was. That takes a little work. It does take a little work, and it is much different than working on the stage because you have a lot of stage experience, which often gets overlooked by your TV work and your film work, but with stage, you don't have to worry about camera moving and stuff like that. In a way, it's simpler, but it also has its own challenges. 
you know what's really even more challenging but more wonderful is working in the round, mm -hmm. the round theaters, because then any expression or any setup for a joke or any reaction to something you want your entire audience to see. So you have to learn to do things on a pivot. Mm -hmm. And having been brought up a dancer, I was good at that. I was very good in the round, and I made sure that everybody saw my reaction to a joke all the way around. An interesting form of working, a very natural form, but a very difficult one in that you want to include everybody in that audience. Ruta Lee is on the line with us. Ruta Lee, award-winning star of many stage, film, and TV productions, and one of the grand dames of Hollywood. Ruta is sharing a few memories of her career with us tonight. She's also working on her memoirs, the title of which is Consider Your Ass Kissed. Consider Your Ass Kissed, of which, if all goes well, we'll be hitting bookstores and wherever books are sold in 2020. 20 for updates on the book to keep up with Ruta, rutalee.com, rutalee.com. You can also follow Ruta on Twitter at the TheRutalee, as well as Facebook.com forward slash Ruta hyphen Lee. I always like it when I'm talking to the celebrity. So when I'm talking to the Rutalee, that means it's official. Well, darling, you are a celebrity in your form and format. And where are you exactly right now? I am in South Pasadena. I'm about 10 minutes away from the Playhouse. Oh, my. What beautiful experiences I've had there. I remember seeing Margaret O'Brien play a beautiful Juliet to Romeo. It was just wonderful. What a home stomping ground for so many eventual television and film stars. Absolutely. Raymond Burr being just one, speaking of Perry Mason. And like a lot of people in L.A., I'm a transplant. I came down here from San Francisco about 10 years ago. And, but uh, still California, well, that, my God. <laughs> that's, true, that's still California. But it's been fun not only learning the history of the Pasadena Playhouse, since it's in my backyard, but also seeing a lot of the smaller and larger size stage venues here in L.A., one of which is the Gary Marshall Theater, which is one of my favorite theaters, and which you have, which is also part of the Ruta Lee story. It certainly is, and what a joy that was. I got to do Steel Magnolias, and of course I've played it all over the country. It's one of my favorite roles. I, I just love the show, and I still, every time I watch the movie, I still weep, you know. <laughs> <laughs> as well as I know the show, I still weep. But theater is such a wonderful way of communicating. I mean, look, let's face it. I love movies. Why? Because they take time, and they really are meticulous about the shots and how it's done, and there's time to rehearse if you want, and there's a little more time taken and a lot of money being spent mm -hmm. in movies. Mm -hmm. I love television and its immediacy and the fact that one hello reaches umpteen million people, mm -hmm. you know, which is just amazing to me. And, of course, when you are on television, you become not a person, a character, but you become a friend because you're allowed into people's living rooms, into uh, their bathrooms if they're rich, into <laughs> their kitchens, you know. You're allowed in or invited in and accepted, and you become a close personal friend to the viewer. 
but of course there's nothing 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 like a live breathing audience with you yes and as you know as someone who's worked in many many theater productions the audience is not only a friend the audience will tell you what works what doesn't work and if you need to fix some of the dialogue the next night the audience will tell you why you're exactly right and oh boy there is nothing more wonderful then to me in life, the best sound is not music. To me, music is secondary to the sound of laughter. Mm -hmm. I love laughter, and I think people love to laugh. And a lot of people who are afraid to laugh, sometimes in the Midwest you'll see ladies hiding behind their hands or their programs laughing instead of guffawing out loud. <laughs> and I keep saying, it's okay, God means for us to laugh. Yeah. My favorite portrait in the world is a picture that I have of somebody's rendition of Jesus having the greatest laugh of all time. Mm -hmm. And I keep thinking, oh, yes, it is a God-given blessing to be able to laugh openly about anything. And I find that all problems in life become a lot easier if you can somehow find the joke in it. You mentioned the portrait of Jesus laughing. Look, if you had to deal with some of the characters he had to deal with, you know, with Peter denying him and stuff like that, you have to have a sense of humor, even though you're the son of God. You have to have a sense of humor in order to deal with people like that. And that's what I love is the idea that if laughter was good enough for the Son of God, it's good enough for me, baby. <laughs> and laughter is certainly good enough for our friend Ruta Lee. Ruta has uh, taken a few minutes from a very, very busy schedule to share a few memories of her career in stage, film, and television. Ruta is also working on her memoirs, the title of which is Consider Your Ass Kiss, consider your ass kissed. If all goes well, Ruta's book will be coming out in 2020. For updates on the book, to keep up with Ruta Lee, RutaLee.com, Twitter.com forward slash the Ruta Lee, Facebook.com forward slash Ruta hyphen Lee. You mentioned learning on the job when you first started acting. You mentioned learning on the job. And if I remember correctly, that's really true because you were one of the last vestiges of the studio system where. Yes, there are pros and cons with the studio system, but to me, the best part of the studio system is that it opened you to all sorts of opportunities to learn your craft while you're earning a living. Well, that's very true. Now, when I was under contract for all of about 20 minutes, I think, <laughs> at 20th Century Fox, I was all of, I think, 13 or so, mm -hmm. and... Um, the only lessons I ever took in drama or theater were from a character actress that my mother had found somewhere named Laura Kaisley Brooks. And she would put together evenings with her students. Maybe she had five. They were all adults except for myself. She'd put scenes together and have her students displayed to casting directors, producers, agents, whoever she could dig up, you know. Mm -hmm. And sometimes... These events would be held at, let's say, the Studio Club in Hollywood where Marilyn Monroe and a few other luminaries stayed, and she'd have people in. Mm -hmm. well, Ivan Kahn was then the head of 20th Century Fox. Uh, not the head, the head of talent, excuse me. And he sent his secretary to one of these uh, little showings. And I was innately, I think, an actress from the time I was born. I could summon tears at the drop of a hat and do wonderful scenes, et cetera, et cetera. 
And coming from a youngster, that was pretty impressive, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And so she had me come in to meet with Ivan Khan. Well, Ivan Khan had two or three ladies that were the talent coordinators for the studio. And he put me with one of them to get me ready for a screen test. Now, I have never, ever disliked anybody in my life, but to this day, and the woman is gone, I still dislike her. Yeah. She was one of those people that I think was obviously miffed that she didn't bring me in, but that his secretary, this lowly secretary, brought me in. And instead of giving me something meaty, which is what I was good at doing, because Ivan saw me as a very, very young and Baxter, she kept writing little pieces of fluff to do, you know, mm -hmm. that were for 16-year-olds and that light, fluffy stuff, and nothing worked. And so, I mean, I did a test, and I loved the way I looked because it was the first time I had on a proper makeup and eyelashes. Oh, my God, I fell in love with eyelashes. <laughs> and, and, but Marilyn Monroe was the last, yeah. really, to be signed by the studio. I was there for a very short time, and... My test didn't really show anything that I did, so that was that. So I just went on and did a career outside of the studio. But the one thing that does stick out in my mind, my dear, is that I was offered a contract at Warner Brothers. Mm -hmm. I was doing so many of the Warner Brothers, Maverick. Maverick, 77, Seven, Sunset uh, Strip, The Alaskans, all, all of those shows. That. And I was always hired as a leading lady, and I loved every second of it. And the guys liked me very much and said, why don't we put you under contract? Well, contract players were getting all of about $300 a week. Mm -hmm. Whereas I, as a non-contract player, came in at the top salary that they paid, which was, I believe, it's 7 or seven fifty a week. Mm -hmm. Which was a lot of money back then. Sure was. And I said, gee, thanks, guys, but why should I come in and work for half of what I'm getting that you're paying me anyway, and I'm here at least a couple of times a month. That's pretty good. I didn't take into consideration at the time that when you have a studio behind you, you have the power of the publicity department. Mm -hmm. You have the power of the wardrobe department. If you need lessons in one thing or another, you get them. You know, and you learn to ride and you learn to do whatever it is all on their dollar. Whereas when you're on your own, you have to provide your own press and your own everything. And that's not the easiest thing in the world. So in some ways I regret it. In other ways I don't, but I'm still very grateful to the Warner Brothers. And I call my house in Palm Springs the house that Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and you know why. It was all that money and all those residuals that I made that helped me to get that little house in Palm Springs. Absolutely. And we're very grateful that uh, Ruta Lee is spending a few minutes sharing uh, some memories of her career in stage, film, and television. Ruta's working on her book, Consider Your Ass kiss which if all goes well will be released in 2020 to keep up with ruta for updates on the book rudalee.com twitter.com forward slash the rudalee facebook.com forward slash ruta hyphen lee before we leave the subject of warner brothers ruta i was looking at your bio page and i didn't realize this i knew you did one maverick with jim i knew you did two mavericks with jack i forgot that you did an alaskan's with Roger Moore, so even though that wasn't a Maverick, you worked with three of the four actors who played Maverick. 
Absolutely. And boy, I adored Jimmy Garner, needless to say. And I loved his brother. And I loved, of course, Mr. Moore. Oh, I was with him in Europe. Uh, You know, he lived in Monte Carlo. Mm -hmm. And so when I was fortunate enough to be there on my girlfriend's or somebody's yacht, (laughs) we were together. And it was just amazing to hear him talk about those days at Warner Brothers and what they meant to him. And, oh, here's a bit of gossip that's kind of fun. Do you remember Dorothy Provine? Yes. Well, Dorothy was in something called the Roaring Roaring Twenties. Yeah. Yeah. And they were madly in love. Madly Ah. in love. Roger Moore told me he was wild about Dorothy Provine. Why he couldn't have been wild about me? (laughs) (laughs) But it was such fun to dish about, you know, what happened to the romance and so on and so forth. Oh, God, wasn't he a wonderful James Bond? I thought he was so sophisticated and so beautiful. He certainly was, and uh, you mentioned your good friend James Garner, and of course, Jack Kelly, who you did a couple of Mavericks with. I mean, what I know about Jack, Jack grew up in the industry. I heard that he was an actor's actor, made all the guest stars feel at home, so I would imagine the opportunity to work with someone like him was very good for someone who's still very much learning her craft at the time. Oh, my Lord, yes. You know, that whole company that existed at Warner Brothers, Jack certainly was a part of, they were all wonderful people. I mean, Ephraim Zimbalist, you couldn't have asked for anybody more divine. Mm-hmm. And Darling Sugarfoot and all the guys were so good. And I am sorry in some ways that I didn't join the crowd because I would have been an even closer part of that family than I already was. But to be so beautifully accepted and appreciated and welcomed every time I came to a set was quite wonderful. By the way, did you know that Jack Kelly, oh God, this was amazing. He and his wife were up on Lake Tahoe, Mm -hmm. water skiing. And, you know, in order to protect the skiers, they don't just cut the line and slowly come around to you. They do a a quick circle to protect you from any other boat coming along. Mm -hmm. And Jack, somehow the line on the water ski, the line he was hanging onto got loose. And he flipped up, and the rope knotted around his ankle. Wow, wow. Just somehow a a crazy loop happened, and it happened around his ankle. Well, the boat, of course, did its thing of speeding up to go protect him Mm -hmm. and was dragging him underwater all that time with his leg tied to the rope. It cut through to the bone. Oh, wow. He was in a cast for God knows how long, and he said the only thing that saved him from drowning was that his foot and the ski still on it was making such waves and bubbles that he was getting air to breathe. Wow, yeah, well, it's... Uh, it's amazing. It is, I'm thinking, you know, but for the grace of God is what comes to my mind. How right you are. Ruta Lee is on the line with us. Ruta Lee, award-winning star of stage film and television and one of the great humanitarians in the entertainment industry. We'll we'll talk some more with Ruta Lee after this quick time out here on TV Confidential. Become an advertiser or underwriter of TV Confidential and let our brand help promote your brand. To find out more, go to televisionconfidential.com slash advertise. 
Buying or selling a home can be one of the most stressful things we'll ever do in life, but it doesn't have to be. And no one knows better than our friends at Front Porch Realty Group. Their community of realtors serving the Northern Bay Area of California that cares about their clients as individuals first and foremost. Whether you're a first-time buyer or looking to lease or sell your property in the Bay Area, Front Porch Realty Group will help you through this important transition by providing you with the right information for your situation while lessening the pain. They also work with a network of realtors throughout California who provide the same high caliber of customer service. Call Front Porch Realty Group at 415-886-7411 for a realtor referral near you. You can also visit their website, frontporchrealtygroup.com, for more information on the services they provide, including upcoming workshops and seminars. For more information, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com. Front Porch Realty Group. They'll find the solution that works best for you. Want a free first ride with Uber? Uber, the mobile app that connects you with a ride at the touch of a button in minutes. Enter promo code TV Confidential after you download the app to receive your first free ride up to $20. For more information, go to get.uber.com forward slash go forward slash TV Confidential. Hey there, this is Wink Martindale, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Attention sports fans, now you can watch every football game you want all season long without leaving your home with Dish for about 50 bucks a month. Compared to your cable bill, you can save almost $600 a year. Call right now and sign up for Dish and watch every football game you want. With Dish, there are no boxes to pay, plus get free installation as soon as tomorrow. If you call now. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch your favorite sports and channels on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Be one of the first 100 orders right now and get a free voice remote. Don't miss a single football game all year long and save a ton of money. Get a free voice remote and free installation as soon as tomorrow. But you gotta call All American Dish right now. 
I want to tell you and anybody that cares to hear this that that title, Consider Your Ass Kissed, of my upcoming book, I mean from the bottom of my heart. It comes with genuine love and appreciation for anybody who has ever given me or anybody I'm playing or whatever show I'm on, one glance or one time of day, whatever. I so appreciate what my friends, and I call them my friends rather than my fans, mm-hmm. have done for me. And I really mean it when I say consider your ass kissed. And one of the things that you have dedicated most of your professional life, your adult life to, is your work with the Thalians, which is the charitable organization that you co-founded with your dear friend, Debbie Reynolds. And for me, Ruta, the cool thing about your work with the Thalians is that it was never about you and it was never about Debbie. It was always about the cause. And I understand you got that from Sinatra, that mentality about always making it about the cause, not about you. You got that from Sinatra. Very much so. And I'm not sure that everybody realizes what a genuinely generous man Frank Sinatra was. You know, we always hear the the scruffy stuff, and he got into a scramble, and he hates this, and he doesn't like that. But he was so good about so many things. And another life lesson that I learned, my friend, was from Debbie Reynolds. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, Roots, you can ask anybody in this world for anything as long as it isn't for yourself. Yeah. And boy, that works. And, you know, I sort of mentioned this, I think, a little bit yesterday when we were at this wonderful event. Oh, you have to tell your friends about the wonderful event we attended last night. Talk about how it's incumbent upon each of us who have been lucky enough to work in an industry, I I don't care if it's shoes or insurance or show business, if you're lucky enough to be in something that you like doing and you get paid for it Mm -hmm. at the end of the week, you've got to give something back. Absolutely. And if you don't pay it back, then pay it forward Mm -hmm. in case it's ever needed. Earn your brownie points to get you into heaven by doing some good on earth while you have the energy, the time, or the resources to do something to help somebody else. If you want to learn more about the Thalians, go to thethalians.org, thethalians.org, and people can make a donation online if they so choose, right, Ruta? Yes, they can, and I would tell everybody here, and now the invitations haven't gone out, but they will be online. We do a wonderful Christmas event at the Bel Air Country Club, and the public is invited. You can buy tickets online. It's a beautiful dinner dance in a beautiful setting, lovely entertainment. Not a great big, huge show the way the Thalians is used to doing, but a small dinner dance for just some very beautiful select people. So I invite everybody to take a look at our invitation and read about us online and remember that what we're supporting now is not just Hollywood for mental health, but it's Hollywood for mental health of the returning veterans. Very much so. Fabulous young people that are willing to put their lives on the line every day for us, and then they come back and they're badly treated and mistreated and and lost through the cracks somehow. So we teamed up with UCLA's Operation MEND, and Op MEND heals the missing 
arms, legs, the, the broken faces, the burns, the, the nose is gone, whereas we Thalians deal with the broken heart, mm-hmm. which comes from a broken mind and spirit. For more information on the Thalians, including how to make a donation, go to thalians.org, thalians, T-H-A-L-I-A-N-S, thalians.org. Rudely, we'll be back in a few weeks to share a few more stories about her career in show business, including remembrances of Dean Martin, David Jansen, the Rat Pack, and more. If all goes well, calendar year 2020 will mark the publication of Ruta's highly anticipated memoirs, Consider Your Ass Kissed. For updates on the book, to keep up with Ruta Lee, go to rutalee.com, facebook.com forward slash ruta hyphen lee, twitter.com at the Ruta Lee. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.